This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracie, you Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A lot to get to this morning. A former top Cuomo aide is criticizing Governor Hochul for a lack of leadership on subway crime. Cuomo aide Melissa DeRosa did so on the Cats at Night program and what DeRosa says is Hochul's lack of response to crime in New York City, specifically when it comes to the subway. She made the comments on Cats at Night with John Katsimatidis. I'll get to that in just a, a, a few minutes or so. It was a good news, bad news day for me. The good news is I got to attend the Marconi Radio Awards tonight uh, for the National Association of Broadcasters with some of my WABC colleagues. Nick Cannon was the uh, host, and Ryan Seacrest received a well-deserved special recognition for what he does for the community. I did not know that he was involved that much in the community. For example, he has built radio studios and several children's hospitals across the country. And so when the kids are there for serious matters, health matters, surgery, and so on, he's able to deflect their attention away from the seriousness of what's going on with their health and to focus on broadcasting. It's, it's just amazing. I didn't know some of the things that he was doing. But now, the bad news. The bad news. A distinction that no one wants. I learned a short time ago at one of the New York City high schools I attended, a young man has been arrested with a loaded gun in his backpack. Imagine that you're alma mater, one of one of the schools you attended, and a young man is arrested with a gun in his backpack. This happened Wednesday when he tried to bring apparently a loaded gun through security at John F. Kennedy High School in the Bronx, 16 years old, and uh, he was caught with with uh, uh, the gun and marijuana when he went through scanning at John F. Kennedy, the it's when I t- attended there, it was John F. Kennedy High School, but now it's the high school campus, which means that it's divided, subdivided into many uh, uh, sub-schools uh, within the same building. And so this young man was arrested and charged with criminal possession of a loaded weapon and carrying a weapon on school grounds, and police... What high school student you know, folks, is walking around with $2,700 cash? Police confiscated from this young man $2,700, and it's not clear how much uh, pot he had on him. But so good news in terms of the the, uh, dinner uh, just a short time ago. The bad news, one of the high schools I attended, the kid uh, busted with a gun. And a retired New York City police officer, retired New York City police officer, was clocked, if you will, 
and something that's very dangerous. The the young people call it a knockout game. And that's and there's nothing that's a game or a joke about it, and someone can die instantly from this. And so this happened uh on Brighton Beach Avenue in Brooklyn as the retired officer, sixty-six years old. Imagine you're sixty-six years old. And some kid runs up to you and just clocks you and punches you in your face. And so that happened to this retired officer. And I want you to hear in his words in one second how he is describing what he is calling bail. You know, the term is bail reform. Well, he calls it bail disreform. Listen to this retired officer again. He was on his way to the library at about 1 p.m. Tuesday when suddenly he was blindsided with a crack to his skull. The, these young people, for it's a game to them, and they, they punch this retired officer in the face. Obviously, they have uh, no morals, no conscience, and they're not afraid of any ramifications, and it just shows the boldness of them and the arrogance and the disregard for war and the safety of anyone that may run across their path. The law enforcement, I don't hold them accountable in any way. They're doing their job. They're out in the street. But they can't be every place every time. The one thing I can say to Governor Hopel is, and the DAs are, when someone gets arrested, prosecute them and send them to jail and don't let them out in the street the next day so that someone else can be a victim. You have to be constantly prepared, constantly aware, until this matter is under control, until you have some peace of mind, which doesn't exist in the state of the city currently, regardless of what any politician is telling you. You have to be careful. You do have to be careful, and it's a it's a shame that a 66-year-old retired police officer can't walk down the street in peace without being sucker-punched by one of these punks. Because that's that's what they are. And so uh, a, a bunch of stories we're going to get to. But, of course, we are taking your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC 800-848-WABC 800-848-9222. So the condition as it relates to migrants, uh, Randall's Island, and it's open now, and you knew that this was inevitable. It was inevitable. Now you there's a homeless shelter not far from the migrant camp, and the homeless shelter is in run-down conditions, run-down conditions, and it happens to be just yards away from this plush, plush migrant center that has amenities. Amenities. Where is the fairness in that? Where is it? American citizens are receiving less of the better treatment, and illegal immigrants are receiving Better treatment. So, Dominic, what are you talking about? For example, one of the men uh, that lives in the shelter just yards away from the tent city, Randall's uh, Island, and we're going to get telephone calls in just a second, says that once a month, if, if, if he recognizes the food, he'll eat it. But you taste some meals and you don't know what it is. Now, You put that in one corner, and in the other corner, for the migrants, they have plush uh, couches, watching an array of flat-screen TVs, playing video games in a lounge outfitted with ping-pong and foosball tables, and they have an Xbox to play games, and it's interesting that Mayor Adams has been laying low, if you will, since the tent city was completed, including by skipping a news conference uh, yesterday. And today, 
the mayor's schedule included two public events at which City Hall said he would not answer questions from reporters. So if you pick up, and I'm going to Danny in the Bronx in just one second, if you pick up tonight's or this morning's New York Post, one of the columnists, Bob McManus, has a great article that mentions the owner-operator of WABC, John Katsimatidis, what occurred on his show yesterday, as in the headline says, Team Cuomo begins to take down the monster they created, Kathy Hochul. As I said at the top of the show, and you're going to hear Melissa DeRosa's uh, comments directly out of her mouth, a top Cuomo aide, and boy, is she letting Governor Hoku have it in terms of on the issue of crime. I will get to that in just one second. I mentioned we're going to start with Danny. Let's go to the Bronx and say good morning, Danny. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How good are you morning. doing? Good morning. I'm well. Go right ahead, please. All right. I got a question uh, with these uh uh, the uh, the people are the illegal immigrants that are going to Randall's Island. They're only allowed to stay there for four days. That's not right? true. That's not true. But go ahead. Well, well that's it, what I've read. Well, but, but, uh, hey, hey, but Danny, everything you read, I know you know that everything you read doesn't mean that it's, that that is that it's accurate. The city yeah. is aiming is aiming to keep them there for four days, but right. they they have said that it may be much longer, and it's only. Uh, men that are going uh, to Randall's right. Island for the time right. being. But please continue. Okay, but where are they going to go once they get released from uh, Randall's Island? Well, the city, go? the city is hoping that this will be an intake center, and then they will be processed into the city uh, shelter system. And so the city shelter system is still going to be overwhelmed. No, no, right. matter, no matter how, which way you cut this apple, uh, you, you're just putting off the inevitable. And of course, they cost a ton of money uh, to build this uh, this tent city. And remember, uh, it was built at uh, it was built at Orchard Beach in the uh, parking lot there. And then with the flooding, they move it to Randall's Island, and so you've got yeah. millions invested uh, that was in the Bronx, and and now and now it's at Randall's uh, Randall's Island. So so Danny, it, it is it is absolutely a mess. And I thank you for the call. Before okay. before I get to the situation with uh, Governor Hochul, let's take a few more calls on this uh, migrant issue. Let's go to to uh, to Danny in New Jersey. Good morning, Danny. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, sir. Good morning. I have one question. Go right ahead. Why isn't Article 25 of the Constitution being used. Meaning, what? What I, you got to be a little more specific, Danny. Okay, Article 25 of the Constitution says if the president is not capable of leading the oh, country... Oh, so you're, you're saying why Biden... See, I, I thought I, the, I was taking calls on migrants, and it said here that you wanted to talk about migrants, and so that... But 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 now, now that you're on, I'll, I'll go ahead and address it, Danny. I thank you for the call. Uh, it, it's all, to a, a large degree, It's you're talking about uh, whether or not President Biden is competent. It's all in the eyes to a large degree of the... Of the uh, of the of the of the team that's around him, so you need uh, a certain percentage of his cabinet uh, to go against him, and that's almost impossible as it relates to the. That's almost impossible as it relates to any uh, presidential team where their folks are going to go against them. It's rare that it happens. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, good morning. 
There seems to be a total misconception about the way Eric Adams is handling the migrants and crime. People are under the impression that basically he wants to do a good job, and you and many of your callers, whose heart is in the right place, keep offering different advice, like you're telling him, stop going nightclubbing and, and you know, do the right thing. And, and then you had uh, Stan, even Stan the loony, said, oh, let him call out the National Guard, you know, to handle the crime problem. The misconception, the misunderstanding that people have is Eric Adams knows how to do a good job because when he was running, he said all the right things. The problem is he's not doing them. And the reason he's not doing them is because the simplest answer is always the correct one. He doesn't give a damn. He couldn't care less about the city. He doesn't care about the people. He will never change his lifestyle as far as going clubbing at night and sleeping practically the whole day away. This is his life. So as far as people who basically have a conscience, which he doesn't have, offering advice on how he can be a better mayor and save the city and deal with the migrants and everything else, it's a waste of time because he doesn't give a rat's rear end. Well, I, 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 I hear you, Michael. I, I don't want to just keep going over and over saying the same thing. I hear you. But the person you're describing, that is not the Mayor Adams. That That is not the Eric Adams that I know. The Eric Adams that I know publicly and privately, and I've known him a very long time, uh, He's aware of what's going on. He's competent. Uh, but what's going on, I, 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 I can't answer that part of the equation. He's competent. I, I, I think he's definitely much more competent than de Blasio ever was, and I know both of them very well. But, but And I will say this in, in defense of Adams. I will say this much. He doesn't get to control his complete destiny. And what I mean by that is with bail reform out of Albany, his success and ours to a large degree as it relates to crime has to come from the legislature. And right now the legislature, I don't know, I it just seems like they're going la, 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 like they're in complete la, la land, complete denial. I want to get to, I see all the calls on migrants. We're going to get to them. I want to switch gears a little bit. If you've been listening this week, you've heard me say Governor Hochul of New York has been losing ground in her reelection bid against Republican Lee Zeldin. And now former top Cuomo aide Melissa DeRosa is blaming what DeRosa says is her lack of response to crime in New York City specifically when it comes to the subway. Appearing yesterday, and it's must-listen-to must radio in New York, the Cats Roundtable, Monday through Friday, uh, or uh, Cats at Night, I should say, the Roundtable's on Sundays. But Monday through Friday, 5 to 6 p.m., appearing on yesterday's show with our owner-operator, John Katz and Matides, DeRosa said there's a real disconnect, a real disconnect, between Democratic politicians and New Yorkers when it comes to crime, pointing at Hoku in particular. DeRosa says it's not just what Zeldin is saying, it's more what Hoku isn't saying. And keep in mind, and you're going to hear this in her own words, the governor has been acting like State government doesn't have a big role in this. But the but the MTA, which is run by the state, which is run by their state, the MTA runs the New York City subway system. So I want you to listen to this conversation between John Katsimatidis and former top Cuomo aide, Melissa DeRosa. You know, it seems like... Uh uh, New Yorkers are getting very, very much concerned about the, uh, the crime in the city. I mean, I just asked, I had Anthony Weiner on just before the you, and I asked him, would you allow your son to go down the subway? And I don't, you know, and he said yes, and I don't, I, I, I just 
couldn't do that to my son uh, at that age. Well, well, what say you, uh, Melissa? You know, I think that there's a real disconnect between politicians on the left and everyday people in the city right now. And crime is not a political issue. I think that politicians politicize it on both sides. But feeling safe or not feeling safe is just a way of life. And to your point, John, subways are a sacred space, right? You're going down underground. A lot of times your phone doesn't work. You're surrounded by strangers. You're in this metal box. Most people have to take the subway because they can't afford an Uber or they don't have a car in the city. So in order to get to and from work, they have no choice. So really, they're held hostage to the MTA. And the least the MTA and the city and the state can do is provide safe service. And right now, every day, you're seeing stories pop about people being pushed onto subway tracks where there's someone getting stabbed, somebody getting shot, people getting mugged. And the problem, I think, with the Democratic Party right now and politicians on the left is that they is that they believe that they can convince New Yorkers not to feel something that they feel. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that politicians work for voters, not the other way around. And so when they're communicating to the people that they hire, that they put in office, I do not feel safe. And the politicians are responding by putting their head in the sand or trying to talk about statistics and explain to them why what they're seeing and feeling isn't real. It's not going to work. And so I think particularly in these polls, as we get closer, unless the Democratic politicians, Hochul specifically, but in general, get, you know, get smart to this. And the fact that, you know, New Yorkers are not stupid and it's a real issue and they want it addressed and do something about it. I think that they're going to have an uncomfortably close election day. So it doesn't get any clearer than that. Either either you deal with the reality or, in her words, you will have a very uncomfortable election day. If if I'm a Democrat in New York right now, and certainly if I'm Governor Hochul, I'm going, uh-oh, I, I bet wrong. I, 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 I thought I could rose garden my way through election day and that Democrats would just automatically vote for me. But right now, it's starting to look like everything, everything is up in the air. I'm going to let you hear a bit more of the interview that Melissa DeRosa did with the owner-operator of WABC, John Katsimatidis. But we're going to go first to Lou uh, on Long Island. Good morning, Lou. What's on your mind? Morning, Dominic. Uh, Melissa DeRosa is trying to rewrite history. She's blaming the crime on Hochul while Cuomo signed the bail reform bill. It was on his watch. I, I'm listening to you. What one more time, Lou? You say you say it was on Cuomo's watch. He signed the bail reform bill. Right. And Melissa DeRosa is trying to put all the crime on Hochul's lap when it was Cuomo that signed that bill. Okay, but Cuomo's no longer the governor. So, so what exactly? I, I are you, right, right, right. So, 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 Lou, so tell me what exactly is your point? My point is, he's trying to rewrite history. Cuomo signed the bail reform bill. Mm-hmm. But, but there's and now what, she's but, trying to blame it on Hochul. Now she can, she can also bring a, the uh, you know a, a new meeting and rescind the bill or alter the bill. And she refuses to do that, but that is on her watch. Okay, but but we have one governor at a time, correct, Lou? Yes, but who signed the bill? Okay, but Lou, but Lou, Lou, but you want to go back to the past. Cuomo is not here anymore. Kathy Hochul that's is the I, governor. That's what I'm saying. Melissa Rose is trying to rewrite history and blame it on Hochul. Uh, Okay, but but While but almost signed the bill. But even if she is rewriting history, let's say for argument's sake that you're correct, the problem is still in Kathy Hochul's lap. So, by, yes, by, so she's doing nothing. Right, and 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 it may it may very well, Lou. I appreciate the call. It may very well cost her the election. Let's go to uh, let's go to our friend Jennifer up in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Thanks, as always, for giving me a chance to speak. Um, I just wanted to agree with what Michael in New Jersey was saying regarding uh, 
I don't think Mayor Adams has any interest in making things better, because if he had an interest in it, he would do it. Where there's a will, there's a way. I think under Curtis, this never would have been allowed, what's happening in your city. Um, if he's as confident as you say he is, then there's got to be a reason he's not acting on his competence. Um, because this is madness. You watch that poor woman sobbing after her husband was killed in the train station, going home to take her to a medical appointment. I mean, this is utter madness. It's depraved indifference, if you ask me, that they're showing toward the people, not just the criminals, but if you ask me, it's the elected criminals. It's the people in office that are allowing it to continue. Um, I I just think it's heart-wrenching that people have to take their lives in their hands to try and to traverse the city, you know, to go to a job, to go home, whatever, go visit a friend like that poor man going to brunch that got shot on the subway. Yes, um, on that Sunday, day. yes. It's just, I mean, it's gut-wrenching, and the story after story, and that's not to mention all the, all the close calls. You know, we're just talking about the deaths. What, what is it, nine, ten deaths? That's not all, all the maimings and beatings and pushing onto the tracks of people. that, As you know, there was someone pushed on the tracks a couple of days ago, and people helped them get up. Um. He, he could have been another victim. And there has to be a reason that it's allowed to continue. And I agree with Michael, and I know that you and Curtis uh, uh, talk about it. If this man put as much energy and care into the city and, and maintaining it and taking care of it and the people that live within it um, and keeping them safe, which is, is his number one and first priority, at least it should be. In other words, uh, that's his first charge. Just like the president, keep the country safe. The governor, keep the people safe. You know, they're falling down all around, and uh, I don't know if he, he goes out at night all the time. He has a really good time. He's able to get that done every day. And uh, I don't understand, and I, I like I said before, I hope people really think come election time. And believe me, Dominic, I, I, I'm a registered independent. If I saw Republicans acting in the same way at any level, I, would say, I just want what's best for my fellow citizen and for my country overall. And, 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 thank, and, and thank you for your, thank you for your call, Jennifer. And I think that's what we all want. It, it, this is really not about partisan politics. It is about what is in the best interest of Americans. It, I can't state it any clearer than that. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we will continue to take more of your telephone calls and please join us on October 26th at 10 a.m. as we remember the life of our 77 WABC colleague Bernard McGurk with a special mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral. All are invited. For more information, head over to wabcradio.com. If you plan on attending, please email us at rsvp at wabcradio.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back and we are about to go right back to your telephone calls. The race for governor in New York State has completely tightened. And now one of Governor Cuomo's top aides, Melissa DeRosa, appeared on the uh, Cats at Night show yesterday with our owner operator, John Katsimatidis. And uh, and you can always listen to that show Monday through Friday, 5 to 6 p.m. And she basically uh, said some things that, that uh, are not in the best interest of her fellow Democrat, of her fellow Democrat, Governor Kathy Hochul. Listen to a bit more before we go back to the telephone calls of that interview. I think that the state 
has a very big role in the MTA. And, you know, they have the majority appointments on the board. They select the chairman, the CEO. And she has been completely absent from the from the conversation, almost as if she has absolutely nothing to do with it. Wow. 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 The interview also continued with Melissa DeRosa and and uh, John Katsimatidis uh, yesterday. Uh, I want you to listen again to a bit more of what she had to say before we go back to the telephone calls. Where do you think the election, we got like 20 days left, uh, where do you think we are? So I think that the polling that we've seen both last week and this week, particularly in the governor's race, the Hochul-Belden race, um, is interesting. You know, you're, what you're seeing last week, you saw an eight-point spread. This week, Sienna, you see 11 points. You see Marist comes out with four points. I don't think that it's as close as the poll that came out today saying it's four points. But I think the larger issue for Hochul, which if I were, you know, on her team right now, I would be concerned about, is it's the trend. It's the overall trend. And what you're seeing is that as we're getting closer to Election Day and as crime and the economy continue to be top of mind for people rightly, I think, in New York City and New York State in general, you're seeing Lee Zeldin pick up steam. And what's interesting is when you actually drill down on the numbers, you wonder, you know, is this a phenomenon, Democrat, Republicans going home, independents breaking for Republicans. But when you look at the crosstabs and you see that Chuck Schumer's lead has not been affected in the last several weeks in these different polls, he still maintains, you know, between a 15 and 20 point lead. It's not closing the same way it is with Hochul. So there's something specific going on in the Hochul race. So if I'm Governor Hochul's team right now, I am in a sheer state of panic. Things are not looking good. To John in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. John, um, thank you for taking my call. Um, there's a woman who's running for office now, and she's very cute, very nice. She sounds very sweet, and um, but she happens to have Islamic, Muslim Islamic ties, terrorist ties. My name is Uma Abedin, former wife of Anthony Weiner. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You said, John, uh, is something wrong with you? You said she's running for office. She's not running for office. What what are you talking about? She's planning on running for office. Oh, come on, John. So, so, so you, come on. Please, guys, we cannot let these types of calls get through. I I can't be any more direct than that. That's ridiculous. That, That man should not have been on the radio. Let's go to Alyssa in Manhattan. Good morning, Alyssa. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, first, I would like to say that um, normally I've never done this before, but I have to disagree with you before I make my comment on the migrant situation. Um, you would open the show with saying that the bad news was that that um, teenager had brought a gun to your old alma mater. One of the high schools that I attended. One of the high schools, right. Um, Actually, Dominic, they got him and they got the gun. And that gun will not be killing or disabling anyone anytime soon. Because even if he goes through the revolving door and is out on the street with the no bail laws tomorrow, that gun is going to be locked up in a police property room. And it won't be hurting anyone anytime uh, soon. Okay, but wait, wait, so that, you, you, wait, 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 wait. You, you said, Alyssa, you just, I don't understand where, where we disagree. What I don't understand what you're, what you're telling me right now. That bad news that there's one less gun on the street to kill people. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You know, I'm no, 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 no. I, I, news, I, I understand. Don't no, that I, no, I, I see you can perceive it that way. But but so then maybe I should have been a bit more uh, clearer in articulating what I was trying to say. What I'm what I was trying to articulate was that at a high school that I went to. That a kid was busted with a gun and that that's what I was. Of course, I want them to catch him if the if any of the children, any the children, any of the young adults have a, a weapon, they should be caught. That, that's why we have school safety officers. That's why we have metal detectors and screenings. So maybe, Alyssa, I should have did a better job of setting that up. I'm just saying that it's a distinction that nobody really wants 
that a high school that you went to, now all these years later, kids are showing up with a gun. Please continue your point. Okay, um, and what I wanted to say about the migrants is that thank God for you, Dominic, that we could count on you to report things as it is, as they really are. Because before I sat down to listen to your show, I was watching the 11 o'clock news, and their top story was migrants. And according to them, the first they talked about the ones in the hotel, and then they said, oh, you know, they have access to three pizza parlors, and they have access to the whole city. And then they said, and then those poor migrants on Randall's Island, they are put in tents. They're completely cut off from the city, and then they had a comment. Someone made a comment, oh, they're being treated so inhumanely. And, you know, it it was – I mean, I guess that they are, you know, tourism blank when they entered the country, you know, that their accommodations weren't up to par. But, you know, it's it's just ridiculous the way you can listen to one news source and hear this kind of nonsense and then listen to you – and you know you're getting the the, the real story. Well, I'm Alyssa. I I always I appreciate your calls uh, as always. And whether it's good, bad, or in the middle, I'm going to give it to you straight, folks. That's that's just thank you for the call, Alyssa. That's just who I am. That's who I am. I'm I'm not going to pull any punches on any given issue. I am going to give it to you straight. So, like, for example, here's here's one issue that I'm trying to figure out exactly um, how do I see this. But it is the the alleged uh, rape allegation as it relates to former President Trump in which he was questioned uh, uh, under oath Wednesday in the defamation uh, suit filed by E. Jean Carroll, a uh, magazine columnist, who claims that he raped her about 25 years ago. So apparently the deposition did take place on uh, on Wednesday. The former president has said that Carol's rape allegation is a hoax and a lie. And remember, this is not a criminal case. It's a civil trial. And so I, I on, on this one, I, I don't know what to believe. We have a... Uh, uh, he said, she said, she says that it happened. He says that it didn't. And I, I, maybe we'll have a little bit more clarification uh, once the once the uh, the leak on the deposition, and and we'll we'll find out in the days ahead, days ahead, uh, what was exactly said. Dominic Carter, a by the former president, under oath, under oath. That is the key word there. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. When we come back, our Carter Care segment. And you won't believe it, but the New York State Attorney General, Letitia James, I guess poll numbers can play a major role in, in, a, in a, a, a bit of a change. She is softening her position, her opposition to bail reform. We're going to have that for you. We're going to go to Bill in, in Manhattan Tony in New Jersey. We will be right back. WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Highlighting stories that hit close to home from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. Well, well, well. New York Attorney General Letitia James, who has championed the controversial cashless, cashless bail law that we all know has spiked led to a spike in in violent and other crimes. Now the attorney general says she's open to changes to the measures. This sudden uh, shift in tone 
comes as polls are showing that her race against a Republican challenger who she's out fundraised by nearly a 20 to one margin is growing tighter. It's growing tighter. A Siena College poll released Tuesday showed James ahead, Letitia James ahead, of her largely unknown Republican rival, Michael Henry, by just 11 points. 51 to 40, down from 16 points a few weeks ago. She won her first election as the state's top law enforcement officer by 27 percentage points in 2018. So Letitia James says that, you know, she may be open to some changes to the, uh, to the uh, cashless bail law system in New York. It's amazing what a good or bad poll will do for elected officials. And this is why I come back to my point of turn out and vote like your life depended on it. Because as as uh, Zeldin says in one of his ads, your life may very well depend on it. To Bill in Manhattan. Good morning, Bill. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Thanks for taking my call. I want to just say something about the migrants. But, you know, first, I, I will say something about the election here. Um, you know, Hochul, that smile that she's always got, that smirk on her face, it, 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 what it means is basically she knows that she's going to get the women vote anyway. She knows that the crime isn't in the white neighborhoods. They're going to vote for her. She's a woman, and that's all that matters. And she knows that. If, every time you look at her, her face, think about what I just said, because that's the truth. With the migrants, I want to say this. I'll bet you, Dominic, I will bet you dinner at Dallas Barbecue and those giant drinks they make that Eric Adams does not know that um, in Los Angeles, the migrant gangs, and I'm not talking about the legal. Hey, hey Bill, Latino wait, gangs. wait, 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 Bill, Bill, I, I just have to. Uh, <laughs> I, I, hey, wait, 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 Bill, 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 there, there's nothing wrong with uh, Dallas BBQs, but uh, Bill, yeah. but Bill, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little more upscale than that. As a matter of fact, I would hey. say I'm a lot more upscale hey, than that. Hey, those but are please, some nice but, drinks but, they but, got but, there, please, man. But please continue. Please okay. continue. I love you, Dominic. I love you, love man. Love you, Listen, too. Um, Thank you. Listen, listen, what I'm saying is I do not think Eric Adams knows a couple of things. This, um, The migrant gangs, I'm not talking about the legal Latino gangs. I'm talking about the illegal Latino gangs. I've been firebombing black homes for 20 years. Um, Malcolm X's grandson was murdered by a Latino gang. Oh, okay, wait, and, wait, wait, Bill. Uh, uh, you're, you're going way, way too far uh, out of left field. I don't know. I mean, you you started out great. And then I, maybe I should have known with the Dallas BBQ comment, and then you just went left field on me. Tony in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, you're doing a good job and working hard for the money tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is, it is working hard for the money tonight, Tony. Go right ahead, please. So, you know, I agree with you. We all want the best for New York because it's going through a lot right now. It's going through so many different kind of things. And when I think of the migrants, it really, you know, it's a conundrum because I don't understand, like, New York, for, since I think of, like, uh, 9-11 and what we went through. And we had, you know, we had so many traumas in the city. It's been a, a tough, a tough period since 2000. And I just think New York never had a plan, you know, for... For emergencies, we learned, and for things like immigrants or, you know, people who are coming here, because we were always the place where people came to get help. And it just concerns me that we don't have teams of people who are really ready to look at all the resources and see where we could put people, how we can help them, you know, in any way, medically, location-wise. It's just, you know, I'd love to see a New York that was really more prepared for all these kind of things that we get hit with. It's well, amazing. You know what, Tony? Uh, I think you're right. But what we're looking at right now, and there's no other way to say this, when you're dealing with with politicians that are 
uh, pandering and and they're, they're more concerned with their national image. This is how we're in the situation that we're in now in New York with the migrants. And it is an absolute mess. And if the city, thank you for the call, Tony, if the city doesn't uh, uh, shut this down, the problem's going to get, uh, I, I predict, 60, 70, 80% worse. Let's go to Tommy in Brooklyn. Good morning, Tommy. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, sir. Dominic. Dominic. I'm Tommy two times. I don't know if you remember me. Um, I just want to say that your perspective, you have a great perspective on so many topics. Thank and you. You clear many, many things up for me. And I really thank you for that. Thank um, you. About the, I want to say two things about the kid and then maybe a little bit about um, uh, the immigration. Um, but I'm going to be quick. About the kid who got busted with a gun. Yes. That is a great, that is a great, uh, what do you call it, about how stop, question, and fritz works. You know, it worked. You know, we got rid of another gun off the street. The only problem is, um, I have, is that um, both you and I know that the, um, the judicial and the prosecution will drop the charge or drop the ball, and there'll be no jail time. The kid's not going to go do anything, and I'm sick of this. That's the problem right now, it seems. Um the, the cops do get a lot of guns off the street, but if they had stopped questioning Frisk, I well, I believe that they would be able to get a lot more off of it. As long as they don't abuse it, it should work nice, no? Well, I, 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 I agree, Tommy, that, that it should be used, and it should be used a, a lot more, stop questioning Frisk. But the problem is, if the politicians don't change their pandering ways, the police could make could increase their arrest by 100%. All it's going to do is clog up the system, and the those arrested are going to be right back out on the street if if the pandering politicians don't stop. But I have a funny feeling. Thank you for the call, Tommy. I And in one second, I'm going to David in the Bronx. Uh, I, I have a funny feeling that with Letitia James' race tightening, her lead now down to 11% against a relative unknown Republican and overwhelmingly Democratic New York with Kathy Hoku on the ropes. The message may get through because you better believe Carl Hasty, the assembly uh, speaker and uh, Andrea Stewart cousins, the majority leader of the state Senate Senate will be looking at these returns and they know that if, if these officials go down, they're next. And they should be next. Certainly at least primary. It shouldn't just be a walk in the park like you're like you're appointed to to, to, to the uh to the position. Let's go to David in the Bronx and coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano on the other side of midnight. But good morning to you, David. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I'd like to comment on the um, interview and remarks made by um, Melissa. Uh, what's her last name? DeRosa. DeRosa. All right. This is my opinion. I believe that she was sent out there by Andrew Cuomo's camp because they want to sabotage Hochul so that she doesn't get reelected because they think if Lee Eldon becomes governor, he'll be an easy uh, mark in four years. Because okay, Cuomo okay, wait, wait, David, David, let, let's say let's yeah. say everything you just said is true. Let's say everything you just said is true. And it's possible. So, and? I'm not, look, I was just pointing it out. I mean, let's be honest about what her agenda is. You know, because Cuomo is clearly on the comeback trail. He did the interview with Cindy Adams. You know, he's been putting out all kinds of comments and everything else. I mean, it's clear what's going on. He thinks in four years. People aren't going to remember why he was kicked out of the governor's office in the first place. I'm, I'm just pointing out what the motives are. I'm not saying it's bad or good or one way or the other. I, I'm just pointing it out because, you know, she clearly has an agenda. She was joined at the hip with the governor when he was there. I mean, she was one of the people responsible for covering up the nursing home numbers. People forget that. Well, I, I don't I, I certainly have not uh, forgotten it. And that's why I said that your assessment David, it, it may be correct. I mean, obviously, it would be an easier run for Cuomo uh, if he's not up against. First of all, if, if Hochul wins, then he can't run in four years from now because uh, he would be uh, uh, primarying his own party. That's a major no-no. 
And so if 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 Zeldin wins, then then he could emerge as the candidate. But my but my point, my point that I'm trying to get across is and let's just say your facts are correct in terms of your assessment. That's why I said so and because the fact of the matter is we 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 have got to deal with the issue of crime. We cannot continue at the pace of where we're going. And it, it really is that simple, David. I thank you for the call. Diana in Manhattan. Good morning, Diana. What's on your mind? Good morning. I love your show. Thank you, well, Diana. Very kind of you to say thank you. Uh, well, I know uh, Tish James. I think she's very nice. And I think it's great that she's willing to grow and change, see what's happening, and, you know, accept the fact that cashless bail did not work and go in the opposite direction. Okay, but wait, I think Diana. everyone is entitled to grow. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. Wait a second, Diana. So you don't think that, that, that her newfound vision has something to do that she's up against a relative unknown it's Republican. Right, right. Yes. So, so then that means it's not sincere. So long as we get what we want, which is safety, that's all that counts. Well, you know what, Diana, that is a good point. And, um, and you, you, you may, you may be correct about that. You know, as long at the end of the day, as long as it goes down the way that the people of New York want it to go down, maybe that's the only thing that counts. Maybe, maybe. I thank you uh, for the telephone call, Diana, and I want you to have a uh, lovely morning. Let's go to Mike. Mike in College Point. Good morning, Mike. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning. How's everything? Everything is good. Please go right ahead, Mike. So I got a good question. I know everyone talks about stop, question, press. What do you think is more important, getting stop, question, press back the way it was or giving the cops back uh, that immunity that the city took away from them. Wow, that's 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 a great question, Mike. That that is a great question. Um, and and let, let, just let me just think this out here, and you think this out with me. So, one, you and I both know the cops are, are giving a hundred percent, ninety percent. We're used to them giving uh, 150%. Right now, that's unrealistic until until they have the protections so that they don't have to worry about being personally sued. It, it's just right. not logical to expect that they're going to jump out the window with, with no protection. And right. if, but but if you, talking, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, we're not talking, obviously, if it's... If you're a cop and you're doing something bad, you, you deserve it. But we're talking about cops that really they was good-hearted, want to get in there, but they're afraid that, you know, one day one of these people, when they say, I'm going to take your house, they're really going to take their house. Literally. And you're going to have these people. You're going to have these people to sue that are that are, are criminals, and, and, and it's just a mess. You know what, Mike? I'm, I'm going to have to put that off. The, it's an excellent question that you asked. But I will try my best to answer it tomorrow. Just right now, I just don't have the time to uh, ponder this. I'm joined by Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you. Hello, Dominic. Action-packed show for the next four hours. Whatever your interests are, we have an expert that's going to analyze it. We're going to talk space with Dr. Sky for the entire next hour. People may have questions. We're going to take those questions. Brian Kilmeade will join us to discuss the news of the day. We're going to discuss baseball, Alaska, Atlantic City. For the next four hours, we're going to have an action-packed show. The Yankees didn't win. Nah, it's only game one. You can't count the Yankees out. Okay, fair enough. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. I am passing the baton. Baton, is that, is that what we're calling I'll it, I'll take Frank? it, absolutely. Okay, so now it's yours. You want to keep it right here, folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC.